Amen. Thank you, Pastor. I appreciate that. Luke chapter 10 tonight. And I am grateful that the Lord is our dearest friend. And uh, October was 47 years that I have been born again. And I appreciate the Lord taking care of me and being good to me. And uh, that he is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And I'd have to say that I have not treated him like I should. I have not been as a friend to him as he has been to me. And, uh, but I love him tonight, and I'm very grateful that he loves me in spite of me. Hallelujah. I'm glad he saved me in spite of me. Amen. And uh, he knows the real me and said, I love you anyway, and I'm going to save you. And I say hallelujah for that. Amen. I want to preach tonight really a simple truth, but I, I'm afraid sometimes that the simplest truths in the Bible we overlook. And may the Lord help us tonight. Look with me in Luke chapter 10, and we'll read verse 25. The Bible said, And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said unto him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? I've been preaching questions in the Bible, I guess, the last 10 months or so. And I want to preach on that question tonight. How readest thou? When it comes to the law, how readest thou? Now, he tells us in verse 27, he said, number one, that there's an expectation of love. He said that we're to love the Lord our God. He said we're to love him. Now, that word love there is a deep meaning love, the agape love, if you will. You remember the story uh, with the Lord talking to Simon Peter. And he said to Simon Peter, he said, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know I do. I do love you. And Jesus used that word love, that deep word. And Peter came back and said, Lord, I love you, but it's a, a fondness of love. It's not that deep love. And so the Lord said again, Peter, do you love me? And he said, Lord, I'm fond of you. He said, Peter, do you love me? And he said, Lord, I'm fond of you. I'm afraid that's where we are. We don't love him tonight like we think we do. If we loved him uh, like we say we do, uh, we'd treat him better and we'd do better. Amen. I do love him tonight. And I pray in 2018, uh, I'll fall more in love with him and not be fond of him, but love him, amen. I'm glad he loves me uh, and I want to love him back, hallelujah, amen. I'm afraid that we don't love him like we think we do, amen. Because he said, Peter, do you love me more than these? Can you turn off the video games enough to read and pray a little bit? Do you love me more than the television programs? Do you love me more than your computer? Do you love me more than these? You see, oh, we say, Lord, we love you. Then why don't we do more for him? Amen. Amen. I want to look at four things. Number one, he said that we're to love him with all of our heart. That deals with our desire. It deals with two things. Number one, it deals with our commitment. Amen. 
our allegiance, our faithfulness. Thank God for people that are here on a Wednesday night. I thank God for those who come on visitation uh, that are physically able. Thank God uh, for those who tithe and give to missions. You know, it's amazing, Brother Dave. There's people that sing in a choir and don't tithe consistently like they're supposed to. I, I don't understand that. Uh, you see, he said we're to love him uh, with all of our heart. I'm afraid sometime, Brother Lamar, that we save a part of it for us. And the Lord says, I want this part of your life. And you say, Lord, I love him, but I'm not going to give up that music. I'm going to keep that for myself. Oh, Lord, I love you, but I'm not going to quit doing this over here, you see. He said, Brother Jason, with all of your heart, I'm glad he gave all of himself for me. The least I can do is give all of myself for him. I'm telling you tonight, he deserves it tonight. Thank God he demands it, but he deserves it tonight. We ought to be in hell, but thank God and Brother Laddie said, we'll never go to hell, and we ought to serve him with all that we have and be committed unto him. Amen. Being committed committed to reading every morning, committed to praying, committed, hallelujah. Oh, listen, he said, I want you to give me all of your heart. Amen. It deals with commitment. Number two, it deals with concern by putting our heart into it. You ever heard anybody say, well, his heart wasn't in it. I was preaching at church and, and pastor, I know that you do too as far as you go see some churches and, and this fella got up and led to singing and I'm not lying. No evangelistic exaggeration. Here's what he did. Brother Danny, he said this. Well, go ahead and stand up. Turn to page 23. I mean, boy, he was really into it. What he was actually saying is, let's hurry and get this mess over with. I've got other things to do. God help us. We ought to come into the house of God with one purpose on our heart, and that's to worship the Lord and to give him praise and to give him honor. He is worthy tonight. He's worthy tonight. And thank God we need to put our heart into what we're doing. Amen. If it's for him, it's worth uh, uh, giving him every part of it. It's worth uh, giving him all. Hallelujah. And being put our heart in it. Amen. Amen. Why do we haphazardly serve the Lord? We ought to be more faithful to that than we are jobs. We ought to be more faithful to him than we are to our hobbies. Amen. Right there. Oh, yes, he ought to have it all. Does he not deserve it tonight? Does he not deserve the best that we have to give? I'm telling you, he gave us his best. He gave us the Lord Jesus, and that was his best. He gave us the best that heaven had. He gave his best for old dirty, rotten sinners like you and me. I'm telling you, he didn't gain anything when he gained you and me, but we gained everything. He gave his best, hallelujah, the least we could do. Let's put our heart in it and give him our best. Amen. I'm just glad tonight that I'm not in hell. I ought to be in hell tonight, but thank God I'm not. I'm just glad to be in the house of the Lord and I want to give him my best. Amen. 
He deserves it. Hallelujah. He deserves it. We fall short. I'll be the first to say I fall short giving him my best. Amen. It deals with our desire. Number two, it deals with our demeanor. He said to love him with all of our soul. Pastor, that deals with our personality, our emotions. It means to come into the house of God with the right attitude. <laughs> Not a sour attitude. Not a critical spirit. If you come in the house of God and you want to find something to criticize, you can find it. <laughs> oh, yes. You know why? Because we're imperfect people. And you're going to find something that you think ought to be different. You're going to find something that you feel like that you could improve. Amen. Hey, you know what? It'd be something if everybody come into the house of God on Sunday morning and they left all their attitudes at home and they come in with one thing on their mind and that's to glorify and honor and magnify the Lord. David said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. If we all came here on Sunday morning and magnify the Lord with our pastor, hallelujah, and leave the attitudes outside, I'm a tell and you, uh, we can have some worship and praise God. Amen. It deals with our attitude. He said, love me with all of your soul. Check your attitudes. Uh, hey, you know what? Sometime preacher will be preaching something and he fires up your soul. Amen. And you get upset when you ought to get right. Oh, I got quite right there. I'll not leave here and mumble and grumble about what the preacher said. Just say, Lord, help me. He said what's right and help me to do what the word of God said. The man of God took the word of God and he preached to me and helped me instead of criticize and go complain to everybody what the preacher said, amen. Now, I'm sure none of that goes on around here, but I'm just preaching, amen? Uh, he said that we ought to love him, Brother Danny, with all of our soul, all of our personality, we're to yield to him. Some folks haven't realized it yet, but it ain't about you. And it ain't about me. <laughs> oh, no. It's about him. It's always about him if we could come in here and realize that we're blessed just to be able to come to the house of God that he would allow us to come into his presence that he'd be willing brother Gravely, to come during our first congregation and he'd be willing to swoop down in here uh, with his presence uh, and walk up and down of uh, the aisle that he would grace us uh, with his mighty holy presence he's a holy God amen that he would grace us uh, I'm telling you that's a privilege uh, I'm telling you there's so many churches 
that I go to that are dead and dry. They haven't seen the Holy Ghost in who knows how long. I'm telling you, I told Dad the other day, I go to some churches and I'm talking about there be just a little smidgen of the Holy Ghost and they'll say, man, we haven't had a a service like that in a year. And I think to myself, God help us if that's what you call a movement of the Holy Ghost. Thank God God has the privilege and the ability to move up and down the aisles of the Bible Baptist Church. I thank God, hallelujah, for the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah for the Holy Ghost. I'm grateful that he would be in our presence and bless us. He don't have to come. And we don't deserve for him to come. Ain't nothing that we do that deserves for him to come. But oh, I like it when he shows up in the house. I like it when it's noised abroad that he is in the house. Amen. With all of our soul. He said, we're to love him with all of our heart, our desire, all of our soul, our demeanor, not only our attitude, but our actions that we do not cause any conflict in the body of Christ. Amen. And amen. Causing no conflict in the body of Christ. You see, when you love him with all of your soul, then you're willing to put the petty things aside that you don't cause no conflict in the body of Christ. Amen and amen. As pastor in Texas, and uh, there was a, the, a pastor friend of mine, he's an older brother, and he lived about 45 miles away. And he told this young lady, he said, now sister, uh, Sunday's homecoming. And you know, I want you to bake me one of them good old apple pies. She said, yes, sir, pastor, I'll do it. And when he walked off, her, his daughter came up to this lady and said, don't you bake that pie. Daddy don't need it. I understand her concern about her daddy, but he's the man of God. And he asked this lady to bake a pie. I've got news for you. If I make it in my 70s, I'm going to eat pie if I want to. Hallelujah. I think you've, I think you've earned the right to eat a piece of pie, apple pie when you get in your 70s. Praise God. Amen. Anyway, she done what she was asked to by the man of God and she made him that pie. Well, guess what? Boy, after that Sunday morning service, that daughter cornered that woman and boy gave her a piece of her mind and had gotten a big fuss and 25 people walked out that door and never came back over an apple pie. Are you hearing me? That 25 people, it can grow to that to cause such a conflict because somebody wouldn't keep their attitude in check and keep their actions in check that they were willing. That young that woman should have said, you know, I love my daddy and he don't need that. But he is the man of God and he asked you to cook, uh, cook it for him. And I know you did what you were asked to do. I wish you wouldn't have done it. And they should have went their way. But I'm 
I'm telling you the devil I used that to disrupt and destroy and to tear down and to cause conflict in the body of Christ. 2018, make sure the devil don't use you to cause any conflict in the body of Christ. He said, love him with all of your heart, your desire. Love him with all of your soul, your demeanor. Number three, love him with all of your deeds, all of your strength. You remember the woman who anointed Jesus' feet? You know what the Lord said about her pastor? He said she done what she could. She done what she could. Brother Brett, are you doing what you can? Bobby Barnes, are you doing what you can? You see, am I doing, Brother Lamar, what I'm able to do? You know what I asked the Lord a couple days ago? I said, Lord, would you help me to be more so conscious in 2018 than I was in 2017? I failed you. Yes, I pass out tracts, and yes, I witness, but not like I should. I am not doing my ability. I want to be more forward of witnessing. You see, a lot of times we have a lot on our mind and we don't think about those people going to hell. But as this young man said, there's over 200,000 people that die every day. And I dare say the majority of them are going to hell. God help us to do in our ability. Here's what I'm saying. If we have visitation and you're physically able and you're not sick and you're not working, you're just sitting around the house, you ought to be on visitation if you are able amen and amen we need to be able and do what we're supposed to be of our ability amen our ability I'd hate to get to heaven he said you know you could do a whole lot more than you did you know every one of us when we get there we're not going to be so proud to get in line I've met some people, oh, I can't wait to get to the judgment seat of Christ. I've read so many chapters and I've passed out so many tracts and I've done so much. Boy, I can't wait. I'm not one of those. And I've been saved for 47 years. And I read my Bible every day and pray and try to walk with God. But I'm not one of them because I know that I haven't done all of my ability. He said, with all of your strength. Sometimes we're so pitiful. We have to force ourselves to come on Wednesday night. We come. Let's just be honest. We just we have to force ourselves. We're tired. You've worked. And you'd rather stay home in your flesh. You say, you know what? I really would rather just stay home tonight. And you try to think of a good excuse why you can. Amen? <laughs> but you know what you do? Thank God you come on anyway. And that's what we're supposed to do. This old flesh, it isn't going to make it easy. But he said to serve me with all of your strength, with all your ability. Then that word also means aggressive. It means forcefully. It means if you're singing in the choir, it means put all you got into it. Amen. I, I love to see Brother Danny sing. You know why? He puts it into it, buddy. 
I mean, you can tell he is putting all that he can. And others of you do it. I like to see it. Hallelujah. I like when someone's singing. I can hear what they're saying. Amen. I like it. Praise God. If someone's testifying, you can hear what they're saying. I'm saying we're to put our heart in it and be aggressive with it. Amen. Amen. How come some people, they can scream and holler at a ball game and they get real quiet in church? <laughs> you ought to get much more excited in church than a ball game. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't figured that out yet. I've been in this thing a little while. I've been preaching 30-some years and I haven't figured out Baptist yet, Brother John, when it comes to that. I mean, they'll, they'll tell you, boy, I tell you, you know, in church, I just, I'd rather just not be heard, you know. And, but out there, they act bananas. And, and don't care that, they, that it's kids showed on TV. They don't care. Oh, but you wouldn't dare let them come down the house of God and have a Holy Ghost fit. Huh? Oh, my. I'd rather the Lord get a hold of me, friend, and come down the house of God and shout all over the place than go to a ball game, friend. I'd rather get in the glory any day of the week. I'd rather him touch me more than anything in this life. I'd rather come to church and thank God the Holy Ghost dump it on me. Praise God. That's where I'd rather be. Amen. Amen. Some of you this year ought to ask the Lord to just put it on you one time. Just say, Lord, I'd sure like to shout before I leave this old world. Amen. If you got to practice it in the mirror, then practice it. Praise God. But come in here excited about church. Amen. You young men, especially the preachers, need to get more louder and stay with the preacher. Amen. Because <laughs> there'll be a day you'll be preaching and you'll want someone to say amen while you're preaching. But it starts with you saying amen. Amen. <laughs> oh, yes. Hallelujah. It's our strength. He said, number one, I want you to love me with your desire, all of your heart. I want you to love me, number two, with your demeanor, all of your soul. Number three, I want you to love me with your deeds, all of your strength. But then he said, I want you to love me with your determination, with all of your mind. You know what mind is? It deals with our will, with our determination. There's some, Brother George, they're no longer among us. Because they lost the determination to stay in it. Can I tell you, especially you young men, it isn't going to get easier to serve the Lord. The world's going to be more against you. Brother Andrew, the news media, they hate someone that stands on old time religion. Someone believes the Bible. You mean you believe that book? Absolutely. But they're going to make fun of you. You better go ahead tonight and make up your mind and determine that you're going to stand with God regardless of what happens in your life. Some of us this year will go through some really hard trials. Some may experience tragedy. 
Some may experience disease. Some may experience things beyond your imagination. Tonight, this Wednesday night, first Wednesday night in 2018, may we ask the Lord to help us be more determined to serve him than we've ever been. You know what happened to me when I was about 18 years old? I was two months, Brother Andrew, from getting out of high school. And I climbed up the stairs and my daddy's home and I got down on my face in my daddy's attic. And I said, Lord, I don't know what you could do with me, but here I am. And if you'll help me, I will serve you all the days of my life. If you'll help me, I'm determining today that I want to stay with it until the last shot is fired. I want to stay with it until the trumpet sounds. I've got friends that I used to preach for that out of the ministry tonight. And I could, Brother Danny, be simply right where they are. But thank God by His grace, I stand here tonight still preaching the Word of God. Brother Dave, I say hallelujah for the glory of God. Hallelujah for the grace of God. Hallelujah for His blessings tonight. But I'm telling you one thing. There is some determination in my heart to finish. Amen. You got to make up your mind. I told Patty when we were courting, I said, I plan to serve him all my days. And I said, if that's what you want to do, praise God, let's get married. I said, but if not, we'll remain friends, but we'll go our separate ways. Because I set a plan to serve him all of the days of my life. It's not always easy. It's not always everything hunky-dory. But it's always good. Always good to serve the master. Sometimes your flesh, it don't like it. Sometimes you want to throw in the towel. But hallelujah... He always reminds you that one of these days, it will be worth it all. When that old ship of Zion lands on the other side, a hallelujah, when we finally make it home, I'm telling you, when he strikes up the band, I believe with all of my heart that the choir will begin to sing when that old ship of Zion lands in port. And thank God we'll be glad that we stayed with it and we determined by the good grace of God to finish the race and to stay with him and to walk with him. I say hallelujah brother Daniel it's worth it tonight let's determine more than ever to be faithful and to serve Jesus hallelujah and not let circumstances and people and things get us out in the last five years people have changed more than I have ever seen people change Preacher people that I would have never dreamed of. That no doubt one day said that they were determined. God help us to be determined. It not only deals with our will, but it deals on what we think about. He said our mind. 
He tells us that we're to think on things that are good. Good report, honest, pure. Fellas, he said, cast down your vain imaginations. Your mind, keeping it pure. You know what? You have got to treat depression and discouragement like a bad thought. Get it out of your mind. Some people are always down because they always think about the negative. They're always looking on the downside. I want to tell you something, friend. You've got to look on the other side. That one of these days, this is all going to be gone. One of these days, it don't matter what we're going through here. It's going to be over. Hallelujah. But Charles, one of these days, you're going to get a brand new body. Hallelujah. One of these days, uh, it's going to be all worth it. Hallelujah. When we get to the house. Amen. With all of our mind, all of our soul, with all of our heart, he said we're to love him. I wonder how much, Brother Lamar, that he has of our heart. I wonder how much he has of our strength. I wonder how much he has. But Bert, I wonder how much that he has control of our lives. Understand if you would, please. I wonder if we love him like we should. Are we just fond of him? I told him, I said, Lord, I want to be more than just fond of you. I want to love you more than I do. I want to love you more than I do. Because you love me so much. I'm so grateful for his love. Some have already come and won't you come talk to the Lord tonight? Brother Danny sings for us. Would you let the Lord help you tonight? Come talk to him.